Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How much time till we're on? We're on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Now it's Courtney Vine. Looks cool. Vine scores! And Australia are into the semi-finals. Courtney Vine has done it. Australia, a mighty victory. And the Matildas are scaling new heights. Never get sick of hearing it. Nope. Two nights later. I know. Stopped the nation, didn't oh, it? Sats and Rap for Sports Day. Welcome to the show on a Monday night. And what a weekend it was, of course. That has captured everyone's imagination, the quarterfinal win, going into the semifinals for the first time ever by an Australian soccer team, which is an amazing achievement. And I've got to say, Courtney Vine, 21 years of age, that young lady, to mm. be thrown into the deep end, because basically they're getting to the end of well, there was only two the more, lineup. There was two more players they could have picked, but she yeah. was one, and then there was one more left until they had to start again for the 10th penalty. Well, it's stopped the nation, didn't it, really? You saw some of the, the scenes from rugby league matches. There was a scene from Allianz Stadium where a lot of Roosters fans during the Dolphins match mm. were watching the screens and the concourses yep. as the game evolved as well. So it doesn't matter where you were. Some of those scenes from planes, everyone watching on the plane, uh, it doesn't matter where you were, you're, you're affected in You'll some way. You'll remember it. Yeah, absolutely. You'll remember that moment. It's, um, yeah, in terms of a, of a, of a moment um, where... I don't think there. I mean, I don't think there's been a bigger moment for Australia. What? I, I don't. And, and I'll, let me explain it. So the whole country's like in terms of we won the America's Cup, right? Yep. How many people were watching the America's Cup outside of America and the US? Yeah. Like not many. Hmm. Um, you know, we we were engrossed in it because we were Australians. Um, the Americans they owned it for a hundred years, so no one really gave a rip, and no one gave Australia any hope. And it was an amazing event, and it was phenomenal. But this is an event that captures the global, the, the, glo the eyes of the world are on this event. And, you know, our, our Matildas have, you know, basically overcome injury, overcome, you know, you know loss to Nigeria. Um, the, the country's behind them. It, it, I, I think it's the biggest moment. I, I, I just, uh, in terms of a, of a team representing our country, I mean, Adam Scott winning the Masters, enormous. Mm. But he, that was Adam Scott representing, yeah, he was representing Australia, but he's not He's there as Adam Scott. He's yeah. not there as Australia. Like, this is the, I mean, Australia winning the 91 Rugby Union World Cup. It was big. It was a fairly new competition. Um, you know, the eyeballs weren't on it like it is today. Um, I, I just think in terms of... Okay, well, let's throw that out there. Where does it sit when it comes to achievements as a country? So far. Now, we haven't won the World Cup. We we've, haven't. We feel like we've won the World Cup at the moment because we've never gone this far. But where does it sit? 0457 736 736. What are some of the other achievements 
Australian sports men or women that have achieved, whether it's individual or team, mm. it's stopped the nation and everyone has stopped and just looked at a TV or tried to attend live or tried to listen to it on radio, whatever it may be. Yep. That's an interesting one because, again, we haven't won the World Cup yet. We but haven't. We feel like we've achieved so much when in a sport that we haven't really dominated in on the global scale. Well, it is the true global game. Yeah. It, it is the game that, that they play netball. everywhere around remember, the world. Remember, our netball has just won a world championship oh, I know, last week. I know. Poor things. I uh, know. It's sort of been it's it's sort of been not forgotten about, but it's sort of certainly been pushed aside. Hasn't I it? want to throw some Matilda facts at you here. Women's World Cup pilot was in 1988 to yep. test whether it would work or not. SBS ran the competition to give them a nickname. The World Cup. Uh, Sharon Young, she was a New South Wales player who debuted for the Matildas in 1991, put forward the name after being inspired by the last Commonwealth Games, 1982, oh, with, uh, where the kangaroo, kangaroo was called Matilda, which yeah. is now up around Gympie somewhere. Yeah. It's held yeah. uh, at a service station, I think it is. Players had to pay their own f- cover to cover cost. $850 each player had to pay. Wow. For Back Australia. then in 88. That, that's, 1988. That's fair whack. Yeah. There were 12 teams, and the first goal scored in the first game was by an Australian, Janine Riddington. Wow. Yeah. They're good facts. Yeah, yeah. Come absolutely. a long way, the Matildas. Outstanding. Oh, yeah. Now we face England. Of course, we all know that. On Wednesday, listen live on the SEN app. You can hear every second as well. Daddy Vass, welcome. Boys, great performance yeah. by the Matildas. Mm. Want to know, does Kerr start on Wednesday? Has to. I think so, yeah. I think mm. she's proven she's fit. She's you know, played about 60, 70 minutes, I think. You can see the effect. The effect she had as yeah. soon as she came on the field. Mm. There were a couple of situations where we could have scored two or three goals, and Mary Fowler did her best to get the the ball back through as a striker. How mm. good is she going? She's great. Twenty years so old, composed. But yeah, you know, I, I think it was Ian Wright. I saw just on a on a just a soundbite where they asked him, you know, should should he should he should Kerr start? And he just said, "Are you serious? She's the best number nine in the world. Mm. She starts. Yeah, you know, if she's fit, she starts." So. Yeah, we've got the good oil here on Sports Day for Cobram Estate, premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. So much to talk about tonight. And welcome to our listeners through the Super Radio Network all across the SEN frequencies as well. SENZ and anyone listening in New Zealand, welcome to our Monday night edition. And call in at any stage, one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. And, of course, get involved in the show like many have already. I've got a really good one here that I actually forgot about, which is a long time ago, and people tend to forget Great achievements, 0457 736 736. If you are in New Zealand, of course, that number is 8833. Get, in, get involved and tell us where you're, you're contacting us from as well, Daddy Vats. We've got a caller, have we? Yeah, we've got a caller straight off the Roland top. from Roland. Penrith. How you going, mate? Roland in the riff. What's happening? G'day, guys. How are you? Very well. What's, hey, uh, what's going on? Just on, on your subject, you're talking about stuff that stopped nation. Yeah. Um, obviously, the two the two obvious ones that most people will straight up and cup are going to be the America's Cup and uh, Captain Freeman. Yeah. However, just one thing I wanted to talk about in regards to the Matildas, if I could, is that I've read a little bit today about the supposedly the Diamonds are upset because they're not getting the press for winning a World Cup. Mm. I think the problem is with the Diamonds, and I've got nothing against the ladies, so they're netballers, no issue. But they've won quite a, they've won a few World Cups now, yeah. and we've been the dominant nation in, in um, netball for a long time. So it's sort of a little bit of an expected thing that we're going to either finish in that final, if not win it. Um, whereas with soccer, I mean, we weren't even, I think we were ranked 10 or something out of this group. We weren't even supposed to get to the 16th playing the semi-final. 
think that's why this is such a big deal, is that, you know, the girls have done something that no other football team, male or female, have done ever in the world of sports. Yeah, yeah, I tend, country, I, I tend right. to agree, Roland. And similar to, you know, the Wallabies winning the 99 World Cup, um, yeah, you know, they were, they, they were ranked highly and, you know, we'd won a World Cup before and that's why I don't put that quite in the same bracket. Um, and it is, you know, it's a, it's a truly global game, soccer, and, and we haven't been ranked number one. Uh, and to be as close as we are to winning it, I think it certainly does get people a little bit excited. But thanks, thanks for your call, Roland. Appreciate it. Hey, I'll tell you what, with our best nomination tonight for events that have stopped the nation, we'll give you a sports day esky. Forget me if I'm right. Yeah, we can do that. Yep. Yeah. Forgive me if I'm right. Well, yeah. Polo Correct says, me if I'm right. Yeah. Oh, he says, uh, g'day, Rat. <laughs> Um, Polo from Peakhurst, you could argue the two biggest events in Australia have, have both been from football. Matilda's today and, and Australia beating Uruguay to qualify for the World Cup in 2005. Mm. Yeah, oh, it, it's, an, it's certainly, it's up for debate. So, yeah. Was that the John Aloisi goal for the 2006 World mm. Cup, wasn't it? It was too, yeah. For the, yeah, it yep. was, yeah. That, that was massive. Again, we're going to have our hardest workers for boom a little bit later on. And one of those players comes from the, the Matildas. It also there's also a little bit of a tie-in from that 2005 World Cup qualifier against Uruguay as well. Um, yeah. So anyone with the, the best nomination, we're getting a lot coming through, and uh, we'll win a, a sports day esky. We've got Craig from Maitland. How are you, Craig? Yes. Good evening, uh, Scott and, uh, and Matthew. Uh, we're we're going soft as a sporting nation, aren't we? If I uh, we haven't achieved anything yet. <laughs> That's a bit rough. Are you saying, Craig, because we haven't, we actually what? haven't won it yet, or? Yeah. Well, what, what, what do you complete for? Yeah, yeah, you complete for the title. Uh, I think you need to. I think you need to celebrate your wins whenever you can, though, in a sport that we weren't expected to to dominate in. Yeah. Or let's wait till about ten o'clock on Sunday night if they get there. I say we're Australia. We 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 we. we, we. Harsh producer wow. jumped straight in there. <laughs> Craig from Maitland gets Come the on. gets the Glen. Come on, <laughs> get behind him. Jeez. You should have well, had a John I, I McEnroe. Know, I know where he's coming from. I know where 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 Craig's coming from. Um, but just it's a it's a huge achievement. What Don't we've say done it. So far. Oh, I thought you were going to say yeah, yeah. But, I mean, but Mike, oh, I'm certainly I, like if they don't win, it's not going to top the America's Cup. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to top, in my eyes, it's probably not going to top Adam Scott winning the Masters. Oh, I think it will. If the Matildas win the World Cup, I no, think no, it will. No, no, oh. no. I know. I said if they don't win. Oh, if they don't win, yeah. If they don't win. Yep. You know, like, but if they win, I think it becomes the number one achievement of an Australian team uh, of any time. So America's Cup included? Yep. yep. America's yeah, Cup okay. included, yeah. Yeah. In my opinion. Yep. Um, I mean, I get it. You know, the might of America and, you know, sailing against, you know, a country that had you know, won it for 100 years. It was huge. And um, if you haven't seen the documentary on that, it only it's got great released not so long ago. It's, I, I didn't realise the absolute turmoil that Australia had to go through to win that. So keep your text coming through, 0457 736 736. Or New Zealanders, if you want to involve yourself, get involved in the Australian sporting achievements. Double eight, double three, if anything comes to... 
It might be Matty Rogers' last try in the Bledisloe, 2002. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Bledisloe <laughs> Cup victory. Yeah, exactly. Well, the longer we go without it, the more important that becomes. So you, I'm don't, just, you don't I, want anyone. I, I, I could be the only bloke in Australia not wanting Australia to win the Bledisloe Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Berkey. Uh, on the show tonight, <laughs> like it or lump it from the yes! weekend. Yes! Yes! Ugh, yeah. Hard work of Mondays, thanks to Boom Logistics as well. Kia Top 7 and Steve from Dubbo, he's basically conceded straight away. He's just said, I've got nothing to say. Because, oh, yeah, you, you, lapse. Yeah, you're yeah. done. You're done, Steve. Exactly. You're done. I've been telling you since round two. We're going to catch up with well, future supercars driver Nash Morris. Comes from a very famous last name. Paul Morris, mm. of course, was a very good a supercars driver as well would be a, a pretty good influence on him. And also, that's ridiculous. Come on, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So um, get your texts, keep your texts coming in about the great achievements for Australian sporting teams or individuals, whatever that may be. 0457 736 736. We're going to get to a break. After the break, uh, we are going to have a news update thanks to Polaris. We're also going to touch on some of our likes or lumpets from the weekend. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Sats and Rat on a Monday night. And one Text of our key- lines lit up. Oh, one of our Kiwi listeners, 905. Make sure you tell us who you are, where you're texting from as well. Lads, had two beers, one cider and five bourbons. Finished watching the Rose Hill card, then took in the Warriors. The football was just a backdrop until the drama started. By geez, that penalty shootout is by far the most beautifulest sport moment ever. <laughs> this Kiwi is pumping for the Aussies to get up. And that hurts a lot. Thank you, 905. Tell us where you're, you're contacting us from. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's a good message. And, and I think, you know, given, you know, uh, the Australia-New Zealand relationship, I'm sure most of New Zealand will be right behind the Aussies to get to, to go all the way in this World Cup. And, it, and, and there's, there's a lot of good messages here um, in terms of, you know, what stops the nation. And, and obviously the Melbourne Cup, Bronco Rockets says every Melbourne Cup. Well, it does, but what it doesn't do is everyone's not on the same thing. So the emotion isn't tied in together. Mm. Like, yeah, it, it stops the nation, but it doesn't tie us together. It doesn't bind us as one like the Matildas has. And um, that's what really gets the emotion flowing. But we're talking about it, Tats. What do we do on Thursday if things don't go to plan? If Australia beaten by England? Mm. Yeah, it's an interesting one because like, there's been, there's so, been this, we're on this roller coaster, aren't we? There's been this question that's asked: Will the will the sport cut through after this Women's World Cup? Oh. Well, it will in junior numbers, and especially oh, female numbers. Absolutely, females, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. the most played sport in Australia, and mm. so it should be. Uh, in the senior ranks, obviously, that can be that can be argued, that can be debated. But um, yeah, I, I don't know, Rad. I don't want to think about that. Oh, I moment. don't want to I want either. To keep but riding I, the wave, mate. I, I remember after the 2003 World Cup, home World Cup, we got mm. beaten the final. I remember the uh, on the Monday after that. You know, we got together as a team and yep. we went into town and we had a little bit of a lockdown in a in a in a bar in there that friends of ours owned, and and we had to walk from sort of um, the end of Darling Harbour down to this bar, and just the the sad looks on people's faces when they saw us. The de- like they were just gutted. 
And I, and I think, you know, if it does happen, that, that'll be the nation. Mm. You know, not just a few of us, a lot of us. Like, the, the majority of us will be absolutely gutted. But we're all pulling for him to, to get the job done, which would be great. Boys, Anthony Albanese. He's don't pu- you don't he's pushing for a public holiday. No. no it's ridiculous. Please. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you got you got two guys here with businesses and oh. staff. Come on, <laughs> that's ridiculous. ridiculous. It is ridiculous. The greatest jock sniffer ever. Oh. <laughs> Kane here from Wellington in NZ. Kathy Freeman, absolutely. Oh. And I've got to say, this next one is a really good one as well because mm. if you weren't a if you weren't a a horse racing lover and Winks was racing. You still, you still tried to tune it. in somewhere, didn't yep. you? you yep. Tried to find Absolutely. out how Winx was going to go and whether she was ever going to get beat. What about this one? I forgot about this, and oh. I shouldn't have because I followed it. Every minute of this race, hi, gents, Matilda's achievements are massive. But for something different, what about Kate Evans winning the Tour de France? Oh. That was amazing. Yeah. Mm. Huge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did it stop a nation? But did, did people, did it force people to wake up at ridiculous hours I think people to did. watch it? Well, I certainly did. Mm. Um, I remember when he was winning. I, I was for me you were following it, was, it. For me, it was I was following it, but I'd wait until I'd wake up in the morning. I'd just check whether he'd got the, the yellow shirt again. Mm. Mm. Okay, let's get to this. Yes, yes, yes. Ugh, yeah. Yeah. Like it or lump it. We've got one here also from Mickey G from Woodbury, our famous bucks bus driver. Hello, Sats and Rat. I'm loving my perfect round of tipping. You got the perfect round, didn't you? I did get the perfect round. Uh, it I'm, wasn't a hard round. Yeah, like, lump- unless you were going for upsets, you, you're going to pick a perfect round. <laughs> I'm lumping the hip drop on Jacko Hastings. Oh. Knights have a big test this weekend, I would suggest. Yeah, that, 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 it, it, it's almost now, like, players have, you're not going to let go, but once, you, once that player's beaten you, or, you know, and he's passed you, you know, he's yep. beaten you to the right or the left, and you're stretched, like, and if you hold on, he, he's going to pull you in there. Mm. Um, just, just the force. Um, yeah, tough one because you know Hoskins not, not going to let go. But um, no, uh, uh, Preston. Oh, Preston. Yeah. Sorry, he's not going to let go. But yeah, it's not intentional. No, nah, but it's you don't practice to to tackle that way. But unfortunately, you just can't lose your feet. No, nah. because gravity takes over and so yep. does momentum. And yep. It's always going to end up in the wrong position. Mm. You gotta like it or lump it there, right? Like it. Ricky Stewart post match wearing his heart on his sleeve. Yeah. We're fighting for a top four spot today and we delivered up that crap. <laughs> That's the embarrassing part about it. I'm I'm lost for words on a lot of it. <laughs> it's good, wasn't it? Oh man. Hey? Well, yeah. I love how passionate he is. Well, you, you just you, you know where he stands. You, you know, there's no confusion. Yeah. You know? It's good. Mm. I like it. Absolutely. He also had a crack at the CBA. Ask them, mate. You're allowed to talk now, apparently. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I love it. You tell you what I'm liking and loving the boomers, of course. The basketball, it's a World Cup as well, isn't it? Coming yeah, FIBA World Cup. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is uh, rescheduling their match against Brazil on Wednesday. Now it was at 7:45. Now it's going to be 5:30 to show their support for the Matildas. Yeah, they, like they had a box at the last game. Oh, did they really? Yeah, they were all in a box together. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a big great. box, wouldn't it? Mm. Hey? Yeah, big high ceilings. <laughs> high ceilings. Lumping. Yeah. Lumping yep. anything? Whatever you want. Like well, all lump. Well, I'm lumping the roosters going to Vegas. Oh, really? Why? Well, are there any roosters in the US? Uh, like, uh, is there a, is there a, I just thought, first time you take four teams over there, mm-hmm. you're going to Las Vegas. They have the Las Vegas Raiders. Yes. There's a lot. They have the Las Vegas Knights. Yes. They should have been the first two teams going over there. Let, let's grab 
what we can from the local market straight away. I don't Love mind it. the Broncos going over. They've got the Denver Broncos. Who else is going over? Well, South C- and Manly have to go over because of the, the, the actors that are oh. linked to those clubs. And, and, and the Sea Eagles. I mean, I'm just like, yeah, I, I'm, I, I just sort of figured. Those, I thought it would have been a lay down was there, like you're saying. That like the, the Knights and the Raiders. The Vegas going Raiders. There, and, and the Las Vegas Knights is their ice hockey team. Yep. Um, why wouldn't you send those two teams over there and try to tap into that local market, get a little bit of support around it that way? Um, but, you know, the argument is, well, everybody's, we're going we're gonna to do it for five years and everybody's going to go. Well, wouldn't you, don't you want the first one to be a, a hit? What's class as success? I mean, so what is a 60,000-seat stadium? Yeah, a bit more, I think. So mm. what's class as success when it comes to a crowd? Fill up the bottom levels. I, I know Michael, Michael Shamus was saying on Channel 9 yesterday, he made a really good point. Because there's a lot of Australians that are going to go over, and IE Sattler and Rogers may be getting a yeah, seat. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Daddy Vasco, we've got to talk about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Now, wh- if there's a lot of Australians going over that go to the game, yep. w- we'd rather more US supporters well, living and attending, wouldn't we? But, Sats, I've got a lot of friends that live in the US, yep. Americans, and the first thing I'll be doing if I do go over there is I'll be ringing all of them, meet me in Vegas, I'm taking you to the footy. Okay. So I'll be dragging all my US friends to the game. I've got friends who live in the US uh, who've lived there for many years. Dean Priester, for instance, lives in LA. Does he really? Um, yeah, he'll be, heading to, he'll be heading to the game. and He'll be taking all his mates, all his US mates that we go on to the game. My new mate, him, Angus so. Sampson from Lincoln yeah. Lawyer. Oh, yeah, yeah, from yeah. Lincoln Lawyer. Cisco. Yeah, Cisco. Yeah. He lives yeah. in LA. Yeah. So, but I think the thing around Vegas is we see a lot of those shows that are advertised in Vegas mm. at the different casinos, whatever it may be. And when you go to Vegas, you just, you find a show to go to, mm. whoever it is. Yeah. Those guys that had tigers. and Yeah. Some are far better than others. Yeah. So does that become another thing on the Vegas strip that it's once in a lifetime, if you're in Vegas on a holiday, whatever country you're from, you don't know what it's about, but you just got to be there. Well, Vegas is always packed. Um, so yeah, look, you, you'd like to think that, um, you know, just the promotion of it locally. W- you know, it's round zero, numbers. don't you? Round That's zero. So they'll play the week before the season kicks off yep. four teams. They'll have the first week of the NRL off and then they'll be back for, for round two. two. So, so they're, they're, but it is a, it is a game for points. Though. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so they'll get an extra week just to get over the travel and, and, and the alcohol and yeah, yeah. drink responsibility. Well, well I, I understand they're staying in LA. They're not staying in Vegas. They're going I wouldn't be letting the team stay in Vegas no, either. They're going in for the game and coming out. Yeah. Surely you get the team bus down to the Grand Canyon mm, on the really? way out. Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Mm, I'm not sure they're keen on going to Grand Canyon. I'm not sure they're yeah, going to Vegas in LA. Canyon. You got to go to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> yeah. You are an it's idiot. It's on the bucket list. <laughs> Surely. Yeah. Honestly, I'll throw you <laughs> off it. All right. Eh? Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm lumping. The bunker call assisting the on field referee to Sinbin Ray Stone. Now, listen to this audio when Ray Stone was trying to explain why he made contact with the head of the Roosters. The goes for the Roosters. Those men at the back. Here's a high tackle. Starting to go wrong now for the visitors. He's going to go and report, it would seem. But is that all? Yeah, I understand. Yeah, there's high contact on report in the bin. Wow. Ray Stone gone. I think the crowd was cheering in hope while they got their wish. So did you hear what he said then? Mm. When he went to he said, yeah, I understand. Well, if you understand, you don't give him 10 minutes. Yeah, I, I, I just, you know, I, I did some TV stuff on Sunday, Sat, and they asked me about this, was it warranted? I'm just like, I said, look, you hit him in the head. It's just a lottery now. Mm. It, it's what it is. It's 
if, if you're lucky, you don't go to the bin. If you're unlucky, you, you go to the bin. If you're really unlucky, they'll send you off. Yep. Um, mm. It is really inconsistent. Um, and, you know, at this time of the year leading into the semis, it, it is just horrible to think that it, it could it could really um, shape the way that finals are, are won yeah. or lost. It's, mm. it's, a, it's not a bad spot to be not a good spot to be you in. You can clearly see as he's going into that tackle. He sets himself low. Yeah. Like he sets to hit to go low. Again, player chops the legs, he falls in the tackle. If you're going to sin bin someone, it's a message to say, well, you're careless. It's, a, it's an illegal act and change. Change what you're doing or you're going to go again. You can't change what happens in those situations. When you play it at fast speed, it's easy to slow it down. It's easy mm. to slow it down and look at frame by frame. But when you are moving at a breakneck speed and a player is falling, you've set yourself to hit them at a good height. Yep. Wayne Bennett had every reason to be really annoyed. I tell you what I'm liking. I tell you what I'm loving. Dylan Alcott, one of our greatest sportsmen of all time. Mm. His tweet after the Matilda. I didn't see said, it. My God, that was the closest I've ever been to standing up. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, he does, he's very self-deprecating. Oh, he, he's he, he's got such a good personality. Loves <laughs> his footy. Loves his Australian sport. And gets behind everyone. And um, yeah, good on him. Yeah, good on him. Mm. We got so many text messages coming through for. Uh, sports that have stopped the nation. So let's get to a few of those. Uh, well, what do you got there, Rat? We've got how many people were awaiting Lana Rose when he got back oh. to Melbourne after beating the Fighting Harada? That In was Japan, pretty big. Nine, that'd Steve from be Dubbo. Steve, I'd have to be. Mm. 1968, he went over and fought Fighting Harada. And when he came back, there was a couple hundred thousand people. Mm. And he thought the Beatles were in town. He didn't realise it was for him. One of, the, yeah, wow. one of the greatest Australian sporting achievements of all time. Now, yep. if that was today with the access we have to watching things, the whole country, even if you're not a boxing fan and the story of Lionel Rose and how he was brought up and, and his trainer as well, who sort of really acted as a father figure to him. He learned how to box initially because there was no, there was no um, boxing rings available. They used to put wire around four trees. Why? And that was the ropes. Oh, really? The wire. So don't hit the wire. And they just had, he just had like little old oil-soaked bandages on his on his hands as wraps. Yeah, right. Yeah, and goes over to Japan and beats a guy who everyone said was unstoppable, fighting yep. Harada. Yeah, mm. two hundred thousand waited for him when he returned home. Two hundred thousand. He thought the Beatles were were having wow. a concert in Australia. That's he didn't amazing. think they were there for him. What mm. else have we got there, Rat? Well, uh, a good one here. Um, the circumstances that Damien Oliver won the Melbourne Cup after oh. his brother died only a week earlier. I feel the whole nation was behind him. Greg from Campbelltown. Yep. Greg, did that stop the nation? Everyone turn their eyes to that race? I think, 100% I think everybody did. was was rooting for Damien have Oliver that movie, day. The Cup? No. Stephen Curry, Australian actor player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Amazing. Yeah, okay. One of the great Australian, Australian I haven't stories. Seen it. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Keep keep going, Rat. Danger. He says, Bathurst in parts, but I think, but I did love the way the girls played the game. I've never seen so many people that was that were kicking in the final in in the final in the in the shootout. So ten, they got to ten people. I've got to say, Danger makes a point. I'm not like I love supercars. I love it. Yeah, yeah. But I will definitely watch the start. Yeah. And I'll definitely tune in yeah. for the last hour. Yeah. Yep. Mm. I think you're a good one there. The start of it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's n- it's hard. It's not hard to win World Cups when there's only three to four countries that play it. But when you're talking about the world game, every single country on the planet, enough said. Mystery man. Yeah, and that and that's the difference. And, and I don't I don't want to you know put down you know the, the rugby league World Cup or you know uh, and and even rugby. I mean, look, 
at the end of the day, you know, the Rugby World Cup, you've got two tiers of nations that play it. Um, in soccer, it's just, it's a world game. Everybody mm. plays it. And the reason why everybody plays it is because it's a really easy game to play. Yep. And you, you don't get hurt playing it. But to be a lead at it, it is so hard. Mm. And it, but it, it's a fun game. And, and so many people play it. And the elite are just such a pleasure to watch. I mean, you, when you watch the likes of Sam Kerr at her best or, you know, Hayley Rasso or, you know, Lionel Messi or, you know, these players, Cristiano Ronaldo, they just, it's phenomenal to watch. And, you know, I've, I've become a real lover of the game since my, my daughter started playing about 10 years ago and she's sort of, you know, going through the ranks now. Um, so, yeah, I, I couldn't be more happier. But what about this one? This is from Gaza from, from Lemo. He says, event that stopped the nation, Kathy Freeman winning gold at the Sydney Olympics. Boom. Yeah, everyone took a, everyone took a huge oh, deep breath. I've never they? been more nervous, hey, before a race started than mm. I was for her that night. Yep. She came out in that full, the zoot suit. i tell you what would have, would have been great, though. Would have been great to, if Marie, uh, Marie Jose Perec, who beat her in Atlanta. Yeah. She got the silver. The great French runner. Uh, yeah. She obviously, she got on a plane and left before, yeah, the, athlete, before the track there was, started. That was, that was an unusual situation, that one. Well, there were rumours that there was maybe enhancement. and But also, a lot of the, yeah, the reports were that there was, it was just the pressure. She couldn't handle the world pressure on that race and the, and it was all being heaped on her, and and well, Kathy was, was the golden girl. Well, she was the golden girl, but yeah. could you imagine the pressure she would have oh, felt, yeah. Kathy? Yeah. Like even though we're not demand, like it's just the pressure that would have been on Kathy Freeman as an individual. You know, at least when you're in a team, you can look across the room and go, "Yeah, he's going to help me out. Mm. Yeah, he's going to help me out. He's going to help me out, or she's going to help me out." In the, in that moment, that she's standing on that track, it's her against everyone. Yep. And there's no one that can help her. And she's got to get the job done, and she did such an amazing job. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Uh, that text message from our New Zealand listeners was Jerry from Christchurch, by the way. Best of luck to you guys. Thank you very much, Jerry. I love Christchurch. The Exponents. I've talked about them before, Jerry. Have you heard of them? They're a great pub band out in New Zealand. What do you got there, Rat? I've got G'day Gents, Kieran Perkins. Scraping oh. into the 1,500-metre final in lane eight and then giving them a swimming lesson. That's Greg from Petersham. That was Atlanta, 96. That was something special, that. Everyone stopped for that. I remember watching that and just thinking, he's going to do this. Mm. And he just kept, he just got that lead and then just stayed in the lead. And he just didn't – just an uh, unbelievable effort by an athlete, wasn't it? He had that uncanny action where he – he used to get out of the water, and he was right arm used to more or less like slap the water, mm. and he used to, he kept that same he kept the same technique the whole time, and he's one of those guys that got out to a massive lead after about two or three hundred meters, mm. and just didn't give it up. No, yeah, I, I, I heard him speak once at a function. He talked about his his worst practice habit, mm. and he he was just ruthless on himself in his practice because if he wasn't then when things got tough, he'd always re revert back to his worst practice habit. Mm. And I just, I'll never forget that. As a youngster, I listened to him talk, talk to us about that. And it was at a, he spoke to the Wallabies back in the day. And um, it was, a really, it was a, a really poignant time for me to listen to that. And it really changed the way that I focused on my training. Okay. I thought, so what think, was his worst practice habit? Well, it was obviously good. Because he, as bad as he was going, he yeah. could still win. Okay. So, so he would always... He would all, his worst practice habit he always made sure was elite so that when it got tough that all he could rely on or he, he, his fallback was to doing well yep um, yeah it was it was a really good chat that he gave us and um, it really sort of opened my eyes up to, to putting work in when you train elite athlete mm. elite athlete he was let's get to a break on Sats wrap for sports day and after the break we're going to get to the Kia top seven.
We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. It's the Kia Top 7 on Sports Day. The official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. Wouldn't they be loving that, Kia? Mm. Now, before we get a couple of really good texts here, actually. Worm, Radisson, Vasculator. <laughs> the Matildas were very lucky the other night. Without that referee, they don't win. If anybody is fair dinkum, you've got to push one of your buttons for that. <laughs> come you know, on, that's ridiculous. Rooster Muzz, he's just so oh, angry all the time. Rooster Muzz, come on. Yeah. They, there, were, there were some calls that could have gone either way in that game. Yeah, um, they, they, they got the ball in the back of net. Mm. Or net. They yeah. got a goal went in. Mm. And also Triple P, the Perth Parapest, he said the Matildas have done really well. Nothing compares to the Eels winning the Auckland Nines in 2016. <laughs> what? Yeah, well, him and Steve from Dubbo were teaming up. <laughs> <laughs> well, what Stephen Tarrant? He said Parrot can still make the eight. Blue yeah. and gold never fold. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Come on, that's ridiculous. <laughs> okay, rat yeah, number seven from right. the Kia Top Seven. Oh, well, number seven, Zahara Tamara. This lady can play rugby league. I can tell you, she started the winning field goal and golden point for the Canberra Raiders as they beat the Dragons. Zahara Tamara wins it for the Raiders. Classy work, Zahara Tamara. Best kicking game in the comp. Yeah, NRLW. Yeah, without a doubt. Smart. Yeah. Number six, Newcastle fans flying. Mm. This man, Dane Gagai, he was back to his best. He shrugged off a few defenders in the, one of their very first tries, the Knights, to make it six in a row. Gagai moving nicely, slipping out of tackles. Dane Gagai, it opens up. And it's a solo try to start things for Newcastle. I've never seen a player bounce off so many players. Mm. When he's got the ball, he bounces from player to player. He must be a nightmare to try and tackle. Number five, uh, this man, he's at it again. Dallin Waitani Zelezniak. I'm not sure. There's, I mean, is there a better winger in the game than him at the moment? He's in the top four, I think. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, Flies through the air as the Warriors edge out. A brave Tigers outfit. Johnson to Okriki. That's good. Waitani Zelezniak. Oh, he threw through the air, honey. Oh, spectacular try. And the crowd's been waiting to see Dallin in the corner there. Up in the air. Not the Waz. <laughs> Love them. How good are they? Did he get down? Oh, mate. Oh, I think there's some there separation was, oh, there, boys. You know, I'm paying it. I'm paying it. Don't just, slow it down. Just two, play it fast. Man, I just can't oh. believe the stuff I saw on the weekend that was called no try. Like the the, the, the uh, Kinney try for the Titans, the, mm. the uh, Fafita try for the Titans. Like They mm. were both tries. Mm. I mean, it, and then you get the Cody Walker try. Well, just... <laughs> Hang on, right. We'll <laughs> get to it. Yeah. Hold it. Number four, the, Bron- the Broncos against your Parramatta, Steve. Mm. Well, they go the length of the field. Herbie Farnworth, well, he moonwalked <laughs> across backwards. the try line. Bailey Simonson back towards the centre of the ground. Puts on a bend. Now a long pass, and Dean Mariner says, thank you very much. And will he be able to get downfield? He won't be. But here goes Herbie. Herbie Farnworth. What a tackle! Not finished. Gets up, runs backwards. You mugler! How good! (laughs) The entertainers. 
No, that is salty. That is champagne rugby league. I've got to say, yeah. Fatty was at his best the other night. Peter Basaltis has always been a great caller. Yeah. I've done a lot of work with Pete. I'll well, tell you what, he just gets better. Well, that's every how week. good power are going. They can run backwards and score tries again. 54 10. 54 10. Yes. Well, number three is Latrell and Cody producing one of the great tries of 2023 in their win over the Dragons. It is Ilias. Bomb from 35 metres out. Fine doesn't get a Mitchell. There's a moment. That's what they're capable of, Mitchell. Outleaps Fiona and slips a pearlet of Walker. But they were all offside. Yeah, they were, <laughs> they offside. were offside by a yeah, metre. Exactly. It You're was... talking about the line, the soccer line. The that soccer goes line across. they have for offside. Yeah. Just get that in rugby league. Yeah. It's not that hard. Both feet have to be behind the ball. <laughs> Once upon a time, it was only one foot. Mm. Perth Parapest, give him a prize. Him and Glenn are tied as the show's smartest listeners. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure about that. Uh, number two, Cameron Smith, the golfer, if you're a live fan, hit four birdies, five holes. Biggest winning margin. And he doesn't. Cameron Smith has decimated a world-class field in Bedminster. He's won by seven shots. He is two yeah! events away <laughs> from $18 million. Yeah, and the first event, the Rippers have uh, won the team event. So who's, who's the Rippers? Uh, that's uh, Matt Jones, Jed Morgan, Mark Leishman, and Cam Smith. So that's they, they pick up another three million for that. So another seven hundred and fifty US each, mm-hmm. and uh, Cam Smith gets four million for winning the event, which is um, pretty handy payday for him, which is pretty cool. Keep the text messages coming in. We have got so many messages about. Sp- sporting events that have stopped a oh, nation. Oh, there's a beauty here that I remember staying up late and watching uh, as a youngster. So number one, and I think surprise, we're all surprise. pretty, pretty uh, mm-hmm. sure what this was going to be. Matilda's moving into the FIFA World Cup semis for the first time as the whole nation rides Courtney Vine's penalty kick. Now it's Courtney Vine. Looks cool. Vine scores! And Australia are into the semifinals! Courtney Vine has done it! Australia, a mighty victory, and the Matildas are scaling new heights. I'm, I'm not sure who the last player was who hadn't taken a penalty, but there's only 11 that can take penalties, and that was the 10th one. How do you reckon they decided the last two? Do you reckon they got off? I don't know. Yeah, I, want like, know. Like, I, I want to know the process. Well, apparently, um, a, a, lot, a lot of it comes down to the players on the field, like who wants to take one. She's 21. Who wants to in stand her first up World and, Cup. And, have a, well, and, and probably the reason why she was 10th on the list. You know, we don't want to put that pressure on her. To go out and do it. We're, not, an, we're not anticipating we're going to get that far. Ten, no. Yeah. T- t- turns out that you know she was the most. Because Sam Kerr kid. and Mary Fowler very early. Very early, both and scored. Rasso, who's been one of our best, mm. was actually off the field mm. at full time. You can't participate. Yeah, yeah you know the the, the the penalty goals that Catley scored early in the uh, in the tournament. Yep. I actually thought to myself, this is going to hurt her late in the late in the. the the, ga- the competition yep. because people are seeing where she's going. Mm. The first two penalties, she went the same way. I, I, I didn't see her shot. I was actually emceeing a function on stage. No one would have been watching oh, you man, at no all. No one. I'm trying to t- talk. There's 400 people I'm speaking to. Usually all people th- are asleep when they listen to rap. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, all, they're all watching their, 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 uh, their phones. And every now and then I hear this scream in the crowd. I'm like, what happened? What happened? And so we go, oh, we missed one. Oh, we got one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, You're on fire tonight. You've got a lot of support tonight. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I actually found it disgusting that you cut Craig from Maitland. So, so did I. I, I what would be nice harsh. to let him explain himself. Yeah. Craig, if you're listening, call back in. Yep. Yeah. We might give you another shot, mate. Absolutely. <laughs> now, we have got a caller, one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. 1170 James from Hornsby. How are you, Jimmy? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Just finished for the night. Thank God for that. Nice. What's going on, mate? Um, uh, with that young girl, the girl took the last penalty. Yep. You know, that was the first penalty ever in competition soccer for her. Wow. She's never taken one before in all the comps she's played. What? So wow. There's a bit of pressure on her. Yeah, never well, taken a penalty in before in her life. Wow. In a competition. Well, she did an amazing job. And, and hearing her speak... Well, thanks for letting us know, James. That's that's, that's great. In- that's interesting awesome. uh, information to know because the the way that she handled herself afterwards, she said, "I knew that I had to put it in." Yeah, yeah. It just ma- it meant everything, and and she went up there and she showed great composure. Mm. Great composure. Great stuff, James. Thank mm. you very much for for letting us know. We love those interesting facts. Let's get to a break, and after the break, we'll get to some of your texts. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, thanks for all your text messages surrounding the events that stop a nation, sporting events. We've got uh, Andre from Auckland in New Zealand. G'day, lads. The Kiwi, the 2011 Rugby World Cup was massive and the final against France was 80 minutes of holding your breath. Special mention to Shane Van de Gisbergen with his epic NASCAR win. He got eight yeah. this morning. Yeah, that's NASCAR. good effort. Yeah. Thanks, Andre, in Auckland. Yeah, that was that was, that was was a really close final, that French, France game. Now we have uh, one of our part Favorite of our whack callers. pack. You could say, Glenn. You could say a caller that stops the nation. A caller that stops the nation. Well done. Yeah. How are you, Glenn? Well, they stopped listening. <laughs> g'day. That's g'day, right? Daddy Bass. You got thirty. Uh, you got thirty seconds before we go to a break. Right, mate. Uh, welcome to my world, Craig from Maitland. Welcome aboard, mate. <laughs> and I'll, I'll just get this one out, mate. Yep. The the very best episodes of Judge Judy must be all on together at the moment, mate, because she could win a Grammy and or an Academy Award there. That good. <laughs> what? That'll do me, mate. Home and away's about to start. I don't get it very often once the soccer's on. So good night, boys. <laughs> Great evening. Bye bye. <laughs> See ya. He beat you this time. Oh, Forgive me if I'm right. Boys go the Matildas 619. Absolutely. Mm. America's Cup success in 1983. Still the biggest moment in Australian sport that gave me the biggest tingle down the spine. Daylight second. Others that come close, but the win by Australia 2 stands alone. One of those moments. Yeah, David White, Benora Point. The beauty. What about this one? Quick one. Boys, I think a lot of Australians stayed up to watch Pat Cash win Wimbledon in 1987. I remember where I was living. I remember what I, I was, was doing. I was in a rugby union camp at Talabudra on the Gold Coast. I, I, was, I was at my house at 12A Morrison Avenue in Engadine <laughs> as an 11-year-old, as a 10-year-old watching that game. Oh, great special. stuff. Uh, that's the end of the first hour. That went really quick. Thanks yeah. for your text messages. We're going to get to all of those in the next hour, especially um, after the break. And we're going to get a boom logistics... Hard work from the weekend. We're going to catch up with Nash Morris, future supercars driver. Plenty more on Sats and Rat for Sports Day.
We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Uh, yes, it is Sports Day. Second hour. Thank you to FIFA, who are also the official partners, not only a Sports Day, but the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. World Gym Australia, proving lives through fitness. We're going to be catching up very, very soon with Nash Morris, who is uh, at present racing in the Super 2 Series and will no doubt move on to the supercars very, very soon. Your text messages, 0457 736 736. And for our Kiwi fans, double eight. Double three. We've got plenty coming through about the NRL, the FIFA Women's World Cup, mm. events that have stopped a nation as well. We haven't even got to a quarter of those yet. We're going to get through those very, very soon. But before we do that, wrap, it's time to go through our hard workers for the weekend in the NRL, thanks to Boom Logistics. Tough, hard, rugged, grit, no nonsense. It's the stuff that makes a player the weekly workhorse. Yeah, boom. Developing lifting solutions to meet your needs. Who's your hard worker? Well, my hard worker, and it's not just based on the game that he just played, but it's been, you know, over the last few years, Billy Smith from uh, from the Roosters um, had a wow of a game, scored tries, um, 160 metres, 11 tackle busts. I think he got man of the match in the game. Billy Smith? Yeah, yeah. But he's but he's, the history that he's had to go through, you know, knee reconstruction, shoulder reconstructions, to get himself back to being at that level and being able to perform at that level. And, mate, uh, it, it could be the spark that the Roosters need to, I don't know, perhaps jag that eighth position. What do you reckon, Rooster Muzz? Are they a chance? He's only 23. Mm. He turns 24 in November. But you look at, as you said, the pathways he's had to tra- travel and try and get back on the field, and he's just been riddled with serious injuries. Serious injuries, Still yeah. be 23, turning yep. 24 in November this year. He's, he's going to be one phenomenal rugby league player. He's, well, he's about... He's about six foot four. Mm. He's a huge He's unit. He's a big unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, my boom, leg- have you got one there, Daddy Vass? Yeah, I chucked in Payne Haas. Oh, his oh, game. Mate, how, surprise, surprise. How can he not, though? I, I mean, I, I wanted to use him, but I thought I just it, – it, it, it's, it's like um, back in the day when Joel Parkinson won all those seconds, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say oh, he just does it too easy. He looks like he does it too easy. Like he surfs to, he's just too comfortable. Carefree. Care, like it just, and that's Payne Haas. Like you look at him, you just, 200 metres is just a normal week. For, and he, Goes and he came business. off early. Well, when the Broncos get beaten, statistics tell you that Payne, if he runs for less than 160 metres, yeah. Broncos never win. Mm. So, yeah, and phenomenal. It's, it's no surprise. I, I'm with you, Daddy Bass. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> special mention to Payne Haas. Yeah, mine's Mackenzie Arnold, of course. The great goalie for the Wall- uh, for the Wallabies, for the Matildas. Mm. And she reminds me of the effort from Mark Schwarzer back in the 2005 World Cup qualifier, qualifiers. Mm. Where we all talk about John Aloisi, and don't get me wrong, that was just an amazing moment, yep. a pressure moment for him to be able to, to execute that. But Mark Schwarzer, leading up to that, two crucial saves that got us in that position. Yep. I think sometimes he doesn't get the credit that he deserves. Great guy, Mark Schwarzer. Is he? I had the pleasure of um, meeting him a number of times. He invited us to watch him play when he was at Middlesbrough um, when we were over in the UK. and For the Wallabies? Yeah, when yeah. we were there and um, yep. went along and um, he didn't have a great game. Mm. And we were sitting in like the owner's 
uh, box yep. and there was, you know, a lot of well-to-do uh, English people over there yep. <laughs> and uh, there was this group in front of us and they were talking about Mark Schwarzer and they were calling him the convict because um, he wasn't having a good game. And then we came inside and that exact couple came over and they just started chatting to us. said, oh, who are you here? Who are you guests of? And we said, oh, the convict. <laughs> Shut him up pretty quick. <laughs> uh, let's get to some of your text messages to kick off this hour. What do you got there, Rat? Oh, what have I got? Well, actually, I'll throw one here. Yeah. Warren sent one earlier on and we yeah. didn't know who he was talking about. Charlene Rendina. Mm. But he actually said, no, hi, it's Warren from Blacktown. I mixed up my previous message. I meant Debbie Flintoff King. Yes. Winning the 400-meter hurdles at the Olympics, yeah. 84. Yeah. Well, Charlene yeah. Rendina won, won the 800-meter goal yes. in Christchurch yep. in the 800 meters. Mm. So another great Australian athlete. Um, the Hey Sats and Rat, one of the biggest achievements was in 1989 when Alan Borders' Ashes. Alan Borders' Aussies finally won the Ashes series in England since Don Bradman's era. They were dubbed the worst Aussie squad ever to tour England. That's from Sporty Gav in Newey. Did, did, did that make a stop? Probably the first test, two tests in, we probably didn't think. But then moving on, seeing the momentum they gathered, they gained. Oh, I don't remember it. Yeah, I, 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 mean, vague, I, I, was, I vaguely I, remember looking at it and going, oh, hang on a sec. Because I was a bit of a cricket nerd growing up. Yeah, I wasn't really. I used to score every game with a scorebook. And oh, really? Yeah, I was quite sad, actually, when now that I'd say it out loud. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but uh, I remember, I remember they, they were gaining traction, so... Um, in relation to boom, hardest workers, Robert Burrow tomorrow says the scoreboard attendant at the Gabba. Mm. Yeah, he was a hard worker. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, Sats and Rat, Australia's greatest sporting achievement. What about Rod Laver winning two grand slams? Yeah. Tommy from Sydney. I, again, I, you know, we weren't around. So when it comes to um, when it comes to stopping the nation, did everyone just? Did they wake well, that's up the and, thing, isn't and they, follow his progress? This is what we're talking about. We're talking about something that the, maybe we're not in, you're not interested in, but all of a sudden you are interested in it. And it garners the imagination and that's the kicker. of a nation. Because after this World Cup, I, it's to say I won't be as entrenched in, in football no. as much as I have been over the last three weeks. Well, well, no, not as much, but I think you'll have a, a bit more of an interest. I think if you I'll see the Matildas the, are playing... No, I'll have a lot more interest in the individual athletes that played for the yep. Matildas who pl go back and play for their yep. their, their clubs. Yep. Yeah. So it does inspire you to sort of keep an eye on things and see how things are going. Yeah. I mean, they're doing an amazing job. Uh, cheers. This is Budster. What, boys? Uh, something about Sammy. I'm, uh, I don't know what that's about. But forget me if I'm right. Let's enjoy Wednesday night's game against England. See if we win and get to the final for all the other people to worry about public holidays. Yeah, that's an interesting one, isn't it? I wonder if that's going to happen. Yeah. Well, well, this text here from um, from nine one three nine three says Maccabi Diva winning its third Melbourne Cup must be up there. Mm. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, you know, that that, and that's what I mean. I mean, I, I'm there are a lot of people that aren't racing fans, but moving into that third opportunity to win win the third Melbourne Cup in a row, yeah. Maccabi Diva definitely attracted. The imagination and the and the attention of the nation, didn't it? Mm. I mean that, and that's really, um, you know, what we're talking about. Five seven nine America's Cup. I remember everyone was late for work, including the boss. Yeah, true. Mm. Bob Hawke, of course, with those favourite fa famous yeah, words. You're a mug mm. if you suck. <laughs> if anyone loses their job, what do you call them? Mm. You're a bum. So what about this one from from uh, Sharpie from Tea Gardens? He, he says, Deeks winning the Boston Marathon in 1986 stopped the nation. I can't remember it. I don't either. I mean, I love Deeks. I love Deeks too. Great stories about what he used to do when he'd run and he'd have to go to the toilet. 
Mm. He'd just go. Yep. Yeah. What about this? Unexpected wins. This is from Margaret. Jeff Horn beating many Pacquiao. I've got to say, I've got to say, and a lot of the country stopped to watch that fight mm. purely because Manny Pacquiao, one of the one of the greats of of fighting, being in Austra- on Australian shores, like he was just a yeah, he just amassed a, a huge amount of people. And at Suncorp Stadium to have forty to fifty thousand. Yeah, were you there? I was calling a, a game for Channel Nine. Oh, I was there. I was, I was watching I updates. Was like eight rows back. <laughs> it was uh, it was phenomenal. Yeah, I was watching it round by round, just thinking he's winning this. He's, he's going to win this fight. Mm. And then in round eight, I think Pacquiao came out and just opened oh, up. Nelly. And I thought, yeah. oh, no, it's over. Mm. But then he just he dug deep in round nine and finished it strong and won, won the fight. It was phenomenal. What about Gazza says? Ash Barty winning Wimbledon. Yep. yep. Absolutely. Ab- doesn't matter yep. what time it was, he got up. And everybody knew. And, you know, like I'm, I'm not a huge tennis fan, but uh, it certainly got my attention and got me uh, in front of the TV set. So, yep. Um, what have we got here, boys? I think a lot of Australians stayed up to watch Pat Cash. Yep. Obviously, Cathy Freeman's win was amazing. Yep. However, a lot of people forgot Sally Pearson winning gold in London in 2012. I think to win a gold on the track is a great achievement because anyone has access to run. However, not all countries have access to pools. Cheers. Great. That's a good point. Can I say Sally Pearson? I saw her yesterday. And Graham from Narrabeen. And do you know what got my attention? What? She walked out of this cafe my wife and I were having brekkie at yesterday morning. Yep. And... I didn't know she lived near us. Yep. Anyway, she walked out of this cafe and I just saw these banging looking legs. Like big line down the side of muscle. And yeah. like, what about this woman's legs? Yeah, I actually right. said to my wife, have you got this girl's legs? <laughs> I'm sure went, she would have been stoked. And my wife went, oh my God, have a look at her legs. I'm so envious. And I looked up and said, oh, that's Sally Pearson. Yeah, right. <laughs> she could run. There's yeah. no question about it. Yeah, silver than a gold. Remember how excited she was when she got a silver? Mm. She got interviewed after the event and she got a silver and she was so excited. She just... Couldn't believe it. And then, of course, four years later, went one better. Mm. Mm. About the, stops, the race that stops the nation. Hey, Sats and Rat, the Bathurst 1000 stops the nation. All-day commitment. Favourite race, 2014. Track broke up and race stopped for an hour. Most starts started last and passed Wing Cup on the last lap to win after Wing Cup ignored team telling him he would run out of fuel. It's <laughs> from Adam. It is a, it is a game of... Uh, oh, Bathurst is all it's about all strategy. Oh, and, so yeah. much strategy involved, but, but, isn't there? I mean, if the team's telling you you're going to run out of fuel, they know. They've got computers. Surprise, surprise, Steve Fellow. Honestly, uh, without a doubt, the greatest sporting achievement was Brett Kenny. Two tries in each of the three consecutive Parramatta Grand Final wins. Never before, never no, again. No, probably won't be, Steve. Y- you're right. But um, what, what are we? What are the last two? Has Crichton scored in the last two? Crichton has scored the first try... He's got some crap stat that mm. Sugar told me about. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I know. I think he scored in the last two grand finals, but not doubles. Mm. So, um, yeah. And, of course, w- we've got Steve from Dubbo giving us a um, a, se- a a Parramatta stat. Oh, what about this one? Stops the nation. Mm. 929, the Aussie 4x100 freestyle at Sydney Olympics. Oh. That would smash the guitars. Yes. Outstanding. Yeah, now that, that that is a race that stopped the nation. That was Ian Thorpe coming over um, Greg Hall Jr. But I ask you this. If, if Australia go on, if the Matildas go on mm-hmm. and they win this World Cup on home soil, now there's a lot to happen between now and then. And I'm, but we're, just, we're just dreaming at the moment. Does it top everything? Does it top the America's Cup? Does it top the 4x100? Does it top I, Kathy Freeman? Can I just say, oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know, think like, I don't think it tops Kathy Freeman, 
because it's so hard for Australians to win on the track. Yeah. And but but women's football, it's taken it's, so long for them to really get cut through. But, but it, women's football now is such a big game globally. It I'm going to say Kathy Freeman won. Yep. Is still number one. Really? Over the America's Cup? You got Kathy Freeman over America's Cup? Yeah, I still do. You do? Yep. Yeah. Because not a lot of people really followed sailing yep. until that actual. Yep. But everyone always where have you followed got, the journey of what, Kathy Freeman. Where have, where have you got Pat Cash Wimbledon in? Where have you got Where have you got Adam Scott Masters? Where have you got 1991 got Wallabies World Cup win? 1991. Yep. Kathy Freeman won. Yep. America's Cup two. Mm. The Wallabies World Cup. 1991, because it only started yeah, yeah. the World Cup before, yeah. 87, yeah. which Kiwis won. Yeah. Um, Adam Scott's got to be close. Adam Scott's top five. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pat Cash a little bit. Pat Cash. Down. Yeah, but we've had Australians that have won, won yeah, Wimbledon, yeah, plenty yeah. of Wimbledons before. Yeah, I know yeah. that we've had plenty of Australians that have won, that have won um, the... USA, uh, the mm. Masters as well. well what, what, we, we, should, we, should, we should ask our listeners for their top five. They're top five Australian sporting moments. Can we get through these text messages? No, no, first? no. But but maybe maybe at the end of the week, okay, we'll we'll, we'll accrue and we'll we'll come up with, you know, who, our, our, our our top our, five, our top five. Where does Stephen Bradbury sit? Oh, he's got to be up there. Mm. <laughs> it's hard though because he, he wasn't winning anything until three blokes fell over. Well, it happened in the semi. You know, it happened the same in the semi yeah, as yeah. well. Mm. But his coach prepared him for it. He'd been. This is his fourth well, fourth well, Winter it, Olympics. His coach said. If you just hang behind them, they will fight. They'll take each other out. Yeah, and and you know what? I I did an event with Stephen a while back. We did we did a TV show together, and yeah, not good fellow. And and I just sat with him and I and I talked to him. And I got inside his psyche, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, people think you know you you're, you know you you your five minutes of fame comes from that five minutes. Yeah, mate, there was you know fifteen twenty years of just work, yep. of toil mm. to get to that moment. And you don't make an Olympic final. You don't make an Olympic semi final <laughs> unless you're bloody good. Yeah. Unless you're elite. I oh, know. You know. So he got himself to the point where it gave him the opportunity, and he he won. Uh, it's huge. He was your first ever Winter Olympic gold medalist. I know. First ever. Amazing. So Long he's got to be up there. I agree. Now mm. we've got a text here from Salty, a good man. So we're just talking about Salty. He's, yeah. he's commentating yeah. how good it is. It's going great, Salty. Uh, hats off to you. He's talking about the Jeff Horn and Manny Pacquiao. Right. We, were, we were calling a Channel 9 game together. He said, we were in Cairns and the rest of the world was at Suncorp. Yeah. No, I think, Salty, from memory, we were at Langlands Park, which was only about like three Ks away from Suncorp. That you, was you the key, you You would have heard us. Correct me if I'm right, Salty. I'm not quite sure. Hey, I've got a good one here. And we've actually, Brian from Brizzy and also Michael have come up with the same, with, within seconds apart. Evening, gents. Stops the nation, even though the result went the wrong way and later corrected. Jeff Fennick versus Zuma. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. And Brian from Brizzy said exactly the same. He won the fight but lost. Everyone was watching. Everyone had the same opinion. I've got to say, that they are great nominations mm. because it's not an Australian winning mm. on the night. What about this one? Sats and Matt, don't forget Dean Lucan, oh. the tuna fisherman. Yeah. Yes, yes, Dean Lucan. Mm. Uh, that's a that's a that's a great one. Um, Actually, John, a heavyweight weightlifting gold at the '84 LA Olympics. Did you ever see that's photos of him years later when he just lost all the weight? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Number two, John Eels converting after the siren beating the All Blacks in New Zealand. Pretty huge, considering we haven't beaten them there lately. The next huge event is going to be Zoo versus Crawford. That is going to be some fight. No, I don't think that happens. 
You don't think so? I don't think it'll ever happen. No. Uh, 643. This is oh, actually, this is John from Brisbane. If the Matildas lose Wednesday but win third, because you remember the tournament's not finished. No, it's not. So they've got to play third versus fourth or whoever does. That's a horrible game to have to play in at a World oh, Cup. I know. You don't want to play in it. So if the Matildas lose Wednesday, hopefully they don't, John. Mm. But win third versus fourth playoff, do we get three hours off in lieu of public holiday? <laughs> Rock up to work at 11. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shagger oh, from Lismore, Cadell Evans winning the winning the gold medal, uh, yeah. the uh, Tour de France, it, I should it, say. And that is, can I, I think I've said this on this, you know, via statistics garnered by all different media outlets, the Tour de France is the most watched sporting event in the world. More than the Soccer World Cup. Mm. Can you believe that? Yep. That's phenomenal. I know. Evening, guys. Glenn, with two N's, says Steve Waugh making 100 off the last board at the SG, SGCG. Oh, now, how good was some that? great stories around it because he, you could hear the updates throughout the afternoon mm. and he'd been under a lot of pressure lot. with his position. Yep. So as he got into the 80s and 90s, apparently thousands of people started converging to the on game. SCG yeah, and right. trying to get in. They mm. end up just letting everyone in and being there for that last ball. Mm. It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. A lot of text. We still got a lot to get through as well. Yeah, you got to pick a a favourite too, Daddy Vass. Mm. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I'll I'll chime in. I've been thinking away the shark. The shark, Greg Norman. Yeah, when he well, won what? British Open. Yeah, he, oh, he, did. Won, he won it twice. British, he won it twice. Yeah. yeah. I just. I think more people. I think what stopped the nation was him being six shots ahead in the last day of the Masters and getting run down Born by Faldo. It's a little bit like the, seven, the Jeff Fennick situation. We could even open this up and be, you know, who, who stopped the nation but didn't win. What are you saying negative for? Well, <laughs> I, I mean, we still remember those moments, though, don't we? Yeah. Heartbreaking, uh, moments. Heartbreaking, heartbreaking moments. Heartbreaking moments. Oh, yeah, lay down gee. Sally. Remember lay down Sally, the rowing at the Olympics? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, you, have you ever rowed sets? Yes. Like in a, in a rowing, but not in, not in a in a in a... Ocean, like a, like, no, a skull. In a skull yeah, like, absolutely. You know, how so hard is it? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's really hard. There's nothing. I mean, we did that. Especially row, when we, you're five foot 11. We did a fundraiser for rowing. We had to row a marathon last week. And <laughs> you, you've had to put him in. I, I had my, my autistic son and a few of his mates. Yeah. And we had to row 42K. I don't feel like I'm in terrible shape. But it doesn't matter how fit you are. Those rowing machines, they will buckle you. Absolutely <laughs> buckle you. And, um, yeah, I was, uh, I'm still sore. Yeah, let's get to a break. And after the break, we mentioned him earlier on. He is part of a very famous family in supercars. That is uh, Paul Morris. His son, Nash Morris, the Flash, they call him, is going to join us on Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Here comes Moffat. Up past the Hayshed, up towards Lukey. They go, Morris! <laughs> wow! Just put the afterburners on and went sailing past him. Not on my watch, he says. A couple I'm of really back. big names there in Australian racing. Oh, Moffat and Morris. And it's time to get our special guest. Thanks to World Gym. And that second name was Morris. And his father, Paul Morris, as we all know in the in the supercars industry. Mm. But this is Nash Morris. He's 20-year-old son. He's nicknamed The Flash. And he's joining us on Sports Day. How are you, Nash? 
Good, thanks. How are you guys going? Yeah, really well. Thank Good. you for joining us on Sports Day, mate. Now, you're racing in the Super 2 Series, the Trans Am Series Australia, and you had a win on the weekend, which we're going to get to. But before we do that, we need to get to the bottom of something. Nickname Flash. Is there is there a big yep. story behind it? or? Um, not really. It was actually from when I didn't motor race. It was from when I actually played basketball. Um, I used to be pretty fast on my feet, and uh, a family friend actually started calling me Flash, but it's actually quite fitting now that I've uh, started racing cars. It kind of works hand in hand, so it's a pretty cool nickname to have. It is, it is. Well, Dwayne Wade used to be called Flash too. Shaquille O'Neal really? gave him that name wow. as the fast on the basketball court. Okay. So yeah, yep. Yep. So, Nash, mate, um, you're speaking to two guys here, Scotty Sattler and myself, Matt Rogers, who, you know, we both had fathers that performed at a high level in the sports that we chose to pursue. Mate, tell us, has, has, has there been pressure from dad to get into it or was it just basically, you know, you saw your dad do it and you wanted to follow in his footsteps? It was actually kind of the opposite at first. I didn't actually start racing until uh, late 2019. Um, I, I actually was not interested interested at all in it um he he never pressured me at all to doing them get into motor racing i reckon he made me race a go-kart once and i said i hated it so i never did it again so <laughs> um he, he made me do it my own way which which i think is good because he's made me work pretty hard to to get where i am now and yeah I, I appreciate what he's done for me and um i think it was probably the right way to do it he didn't pressure me at all which is good yeah, nice one, mate. Well, I, well, I know that my, my father was much the same. He didn't put any pressure on me to do it. But when I took it on, all I wanted to do was take his records down. Have, have you got that <laughs> thought in mind? What did, what did Dad achieve and, and what can I do to, to, to be better? Uh, yeah, of course. You're, you're, <laughs> uh, we're pretty competitive. And we actually raced against each other for the first time uh, about a month or two ago. And I got the better of him there, which was pretty cool. Um, I, I beat him, so I was happy with that. But, yeah. Uh, he's got a pretty big pedigree in, in the world of motor racing. So I've got some uh, shoes to fill there, but hopefully I can do it one day. And um, that's what I'm trying to do is just be the best uh, driver I can be. Right. Well, you've got age on your side. The first yeah. couple of times I met Paul Morris, he always had a toothpick in his mouth. Yeah, right. I'm not sure whether he still does that. Now, <laughs> uh, great win on the weekend as well at uh, Queensland Raceway. Now explain the Super 2 Series, the Trans Am Series. What's the format? Uh, so... Super 2 Series is basically the feeder series to uh, V8 Supercars, which is, as we all know, Australia's premier category. Yep. So that's basically where young, young blokes uh, try to show off and make their way into the main game, as we call it. And uh, the Trans Am's are another national category that uh, is similar to the Super 2 Series. You've got a lot of young blokes in there trying to make a name for themselves, but you also got uh, a lot of experienced guys like Moffat, like we talked about before, that um, have basically been at their, the pinnacle of their careers and now they're racing and co-drives at Bathurst and stuff and they kind of use that series to keep themselves sharp. So it's a, it's a great series where you can um, have a few guys to measure yourself against and it's pretty cool to race against some guys like that. So when you're training for any sort of any sort of racing, when it comes to supercars, the, uh, the Super 2 series, now for rugby league, for example, you're trying to get stronger and faster in the legs, whatever it may be, try and get a little bit of agility and some sports you get trained just to get purely get stronger so when it comes to training for for racing car racing yep. how do you train what do you train for i think it's just the long stint in the car really and, and with the extreme heat so uh you go to some street tracks and it gets up to 60 degrees in the actual cabin and uh some of the cars we race don't have aircon. you do have a bit of a cool suit in there and a helmet fan but you know that does, that really goes away after five minutes of sitting on the grid so uh yeah you train for 
a long long stint we do and, and obviously the extreme heats that we race in so it's a lot of uh cardio training and, and stuff that you can prepare uh before you go to the track and i think that's you got to do that kind of stuff to give yourself the edge so is that uh we're spending a lot of time on the treadmill yeah a lot of a lot of time on the treadmill i do a lot of time personally cycling uh and uh yeah it's good i'm on the gold coast it's a bit cold at the moment but in the summer is probably the best time to train it gets pretty hot so um go out on the bike and do a big long stint and you know burn some calories and spread out a bit mate how important is weight like i mean it- I mean, obviously, if you're 60 kilos and you're racing against someone who's 80, there's 20 extra kilos. Out. Does, does, it, does it matter that much in the car, that, that weight? Uh, yeah, it's extremely important. So the series we race in, you, um, they give you basically a driver weight. So uh, for Super 2, I believe it's 90 kilos. So I'm 72 at the moment. So what you can do is with that little bit of buffer I have being 20 kilos under, we can put that weight where you want to in the car basically not where you want to but you get a bit of a, a scope where you can put it so um for some tracks you'd rather it on one side of the car than the other but say if you're a bit of a heavier bloke uh you couldn't move that weight around it's basically stuck where you are so right. uh if you are a bit like that you do get a bit of an advantage by being able to move that weight around yeah mate well that, that's interesting uh mate what what's the end goal for nash morris where do you want to be what what wheel do you want to be sitting behind is it Formula One? Is it NASCAR? Is it Supercar? What's what's the if you could write your dream and, and, and make it a reality today, where would it be? Uh, I think supercars and, and you know race Bathurst and I, I, I do love the NASCAR side of things too. As, you, as many people know, Shane Van Gisbergen yeah, and yeah. Brody Kostecki been going over there doing that kind of stuff. And I personally love their style of racing. There's there's no real policing over there. It's just so if you get rubbed off the wrong way, you can go do it to the, the, that same bloke the next race. So I like that kind of style of racing. Um, but yeah, Supercars is obviously the premier in Australia. And seeing what my old man did and stuff like that is pretty cool. So that's what I'd uh, dream to be in one day. Now, with all the pedal work you have to do, I mean, imagine you'd have massive calves. Is that right or not? <laughs> I don't like to talk up myself, but I think they're okay, yeah. <laughs> all right. Mate, you got to do it, Nash, because sometimes no one else will. So exactly. you talk yourself up, mate. Exactly. Give a rap. Exactly. Good. What about fears? I mean, you're going at a pretty oh. heavy pace and you've got walls either side of you. You've got a lot of cars around you. I mean, do you have any fears or you, you can't have fear or does fear keep you alive? Uh, I don't think you can have fears because if you're scared to go fast, then you won't go fast. And you've got to go fast, if you know what I mean. So um, I think the biggest thing is you just got to forget about everything else and try and drive as fast as you can without being scared obviously some sometimes it does creep in when you do see a big crash or anything but you got to forget about that and just uh if you're if you're confident in your ability i don't think it will happen your dad took me on out the back of ormo there the yeah, performance center there, yeah. that spinning wheel when you hit that spinning wheel at, at speed and, and your dad took me in the car once and we oh, hit yeah. that at some ridiculous pace and i i screamed <laughs> like a, a 12 year old girl <laughs> is that oh, still sucks. going on or what nash yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we, I, I work there full-time. I'm the track manager there at Norwell Motorplex is what it's called now, and that's still our uh, family-owned and operated business. So Dad's still there full-time. I've, I've taken on a full-time position there now and um, learned to drive fast and to um, operate a business, which is cool, and he's one of the best guys to learn off. Yeah, yeah mate, cool. I, I've been out there and, and had a few, done a few laps out there myself. And, and what, what surprised me 
was how like how exhausting it is. Exactly. Like how yeah. hard it is when you're actually going as hard as you can in the car, just not only physically but mentally. Do you do much mental like work on your on your mental game in terms of you know keeping your mind sharp for for driving? Because obviously decisions are made at, in split seconds. Yeah, it is. It is very hard, and that's that's probably half of it. Is the more time you can give yourself to think about what you're doing, the more you're going to have over the next guy as well. So I think a lot of the fitness comes into that too. Like if you're puffed out, you're obviously going to be thinking more about the other stuff. But if you can be physically fit in the car or as well as mentally, it's a, it's a big game you can have. Yeah, great stuff. Uh, World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. And isn't this fitting as well, World Gym Australia? Building the next generation of legends. Oh, yeah. His dad was a legend. Got one and here. this young man, uh, Nash... Nash is going to be, a, I think, Nash Morris, I think we'll be reading a fair bit more about him Absolutely. in years to come. Hey, Nash, on behalf of World Gym Australia, thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Thank you very much for having me. It was great. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, great chat there with Nash Morris. Uh, one to look out for, actually. You get to a couple of your text messages before we do. That's ridiculous. Good call chopping Captain Craig from Maitland off. <laughs> Well, yeah. How can we not be happy to celebrate the achievements thus far? Yeah, Jace, we know, but we're just having a bit of fun with Craig. He'll be back. Uh, on your daddy, Vass, I'm a rugby league lover. However, it's un-Australian to not back our magnificent Matildas. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, I've been – now, for our Kiwi listeners, there's a station over there, I think it's called The Rock. I've been watching some of their social media and – Oh, the Kiwi guys. Yeah. Oh, mate, have you heard the one about the, the guy, that, the, the, the brickie who, who had a compo claim? It is the funniest two minutes of radio that you'll you'll listen to. You so will, the rock, the rock. Make yeah. sure you go look at it if you're on TikTok. Oh, okay, mate. listeners, the rock. They've, got, they've actually got this segment where they do Chuck Norris quotes. Oh yeah, it's really funny. It's Chuck Norris. They reckon Chuck Norris's tears can cure cancer. Right. It's a shame Chuck Chuck Norris never cries. <laughs> or, <laughs> or, or, Chuck Norris is, is so. This, is this like your joke for the no, night? No, 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 no. Oh, all right. I've got plenty here. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah you reckon? Right. Chuck Norris is David. so tough that when he sees Will Smith, Will Smith slaps himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, time for this. Come on, on, that's ridiculous. Oh, you can't Jeez, let you're me hang like off the bit today. I'll tell you, he, he was quick early. He's just lost his edge a little bit. Mm. It's probably because he's just read what's in That's Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, mm. there's a few there. Mm. There's a few. Yeah. So, so can I can I start with this this man in Japan? Yeah, go for it. So, a man in Japan, he, he lived alone and kept hearing noises in his house, and things were being misplaced. So he put cameras in his house, and when he was out, and 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 he found there was a homeless woman living in his attic for a year, <laughs> undetected. Come on, that's ridiculous. She was living there for a year, oh. going down, having a feed, <laughs> moving stuff around. That's ridiculous. Oh, that is yeah. ridiculous. That is crazy. I, I'll tell you what's that's ridiculous. What? Daddy Vass met his mother-in-law for the first time after going out with his miso for a year. For a Come year. Come on, that's ridiculous. I'll tell you what's even so more ridiculous. Oh, and I said, and I said nah. to him, Did you, surely there's been a FaceTime. No, yeah. I spoke to her on Facebook. <laughs> but what? You've been but with your, times have changed. Times have changed. You've been with the miso for a year. 
Yeah. The, and you've had a Christmas in between there. You would yeah. have had a birthday. Her mother lives in WA. Yeah, so, no, FaceTime. But FaceTime. <laughs> like, that's where you talk to someone and you see them in person. You yeah. didn't do that? You didn't think that would be a smart thing to do? Well, no. <laughs> wow. Okay, so, so how kids. did it go? How did the meeting go? Yeah, good. Yeah, so we, we did, you go in for the, did you go in for the kiss or shake the hand? The hug. Or, she, or, came, yeah. she, she came in with open arms. Yeah, right. So okay. it was a hug. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, did she call you Cohen or Co? Or Daddy Vass. Or Daddy Vass. <laughs> or Daddy. Come here, Daddy. No, she just. <laughs> That'd be creepy, <laughs> wouldn't it? She just said, hello, Cohen. It's lovely to finally meet you. Oh, wow. After a year. Yeah. Do you think your miso has just finally said, I think he's the one? <laughs> After a year. No, I just, like, she went back for Christmas, right? Mm. I stayed here. What? Can you push that again? <laughs> push that again. Come on. That's ridiculous. Because, like, I hadn't I hadn't had a family Christmas with my family yep. since like 2019. Wow, all the way back like two years ago. Three years. <laughs> mm. So I didn't go. Yeah, and she didn't really invite me to be honest. Mm. Oh, all right. Okay. Um, but okay. So well, well, I suppose you, you would have only been like what four months in at that point too. Yeah, super yeah. fresh. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't want to meet all the family just yet. Um, <laughs> wow. But no, okay. So we went out to tea, had a yeah. chat, had a nice meal, and I did the old trick, boys. I said oh, I'm just going to go to the loo. I got up and went for the loo, yeah. paid, slipped in, paid for the bill. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And she got up and said, no, 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 I wasn't. you don't need to do that, blah, blah, blah. And the lady who takes the payment was standing there and she went up and she's like, this is the first time my daughter, boyfriend, is meeting me and he's passed with flying colours. Oh, wow. nice. Wow. So I'm in the good books, boys. Yeah, okay. in the good books. So right, has, and has your partner... Is your miso? Mm. Is is <laughs> miso? Is it, like, is, I sound like we're at a China Japanese yeah, yeah. restaurant having soup. <laughs> like, miso soup. So is there, is there mum and dad? Uh, so like if is you dad when, around? Is dad when you're going to propose to her? Will you do the old fashioned way and, mm. and dad's not around? Some, dad's okay, not around. Will, will you will you get permission? Yeah, from definitely. Mum? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, one thing I need to add here. Yeah. The Broncos versus Para. What, oh, what, what has this talking? got to do with anything? What has this got to do with it? It was on Friday night at yeah. the same time as dinner. Ooh. Was so it, you, when was dinner booked? Was it was dinner booked when you knew the game was on or was the dinner booked prior? Uh, I knew it was on. All right. And you booked the dinner? Uh, my miso did. Right, my okay. My miso soup did. So, and <laughs> you, and what, you're, gonna, you're now going to take credit for missing the Broncos game and going to meet. Well, so, the next day if, when, I, when if, we caught up, I said, oh, you know, how was last night? You had, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she said, yeah, it was great. And I said, you know what? My team won too, so it was it was a great so night. Did you actually, in as part of conversation, when <laughs> she said to you, "Okay, dinner is at this time," and you knew the Broncos were playing, did you say at any stage to said Misso, <laughs> did you say to her, "But hang on a sec, the Broncos are playing"? <laughs> no, I didn't. You didn't. Wow, no. that's love. Oh, that's good effort. I, I know. I knew I couldn't. I, I had to cop it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And when I did go to the loo, when I slipped out, I checked the score. Of yep. course, I was going to ask you, did you yeah. how many how many score checks did you do uh, throughout that, the night? that one? And we were up like forty to. So then you were comfortable then. Yeah, you and I comfortably just, yep. dinner and mm. don't have to worry. And yeah. that, that's when I knew I could pay for dinner. No, I'm just. Because <laughs> <laughs> you'd won uh, on the punt. No, no, no. Imagine what you could be spending your money yeah. on. Uh, what about this for that's this is a good that's ridiculous for mm. our New Zealand listeners. Have a listen to this for a possible Tri Nations team oh, at yeah. the end of the year. Of course, yep. there's Samoa, New Zealand, and Australia. Mm. Fullback Chance Nickel Cookstar, Dallin Martini Zalesniak, and um, someone on the other wing. Uh, Tomoko, Timiko, and Manu in the centres. 
Jerome Hughes and Sean Johnson, possibly Dylan Brown. James Fisher-Harris, Brandon Smith, Moses Leota, Nicora and Neil Corday, Tarpany, and on the bench, Nelson, Asafa Solomon, Sorensen, Papa Lee, Seb Chris is a utility. Mm. That's a good team, isn't it? Come on, that's ridiculous. That's that, a ridiculous team. That is a team. very good team. I'm scared of that. That's a great team. Yeah. I forgot who they mentioned as the other possible winger. Dallin Martini's Lesniak and, and it's someone good. I know that. Jordan Rapana? Jordan no. Rapana? No. Yeah, I'll think of it in a sec. Yeah. Yeah, I'll think of it. Uh, let's. Hey, while we're doing some text messages, Daddy Vass, you mm. got to try and find a winner for our Esky. Yep. Okay, mm. so can you start filing through the text yep. messages? Yep. There's a lot. What do you got there, Rat? I've got, hey, gents, just driving up to Maitland with my son to watch the FFA Cup between the Jets and the Raw. You have Craig from Maitland's address, so I can give him a clip over here. <laughs> <laughs> Brad from Redhead. Brad from Redhead. <laughs> yeah, no, he was, he, I know what he was trying to say. It's like, we haven't won anything yet, but yeah, we just want to celebrate the moment, yeah. Craig. So we're just, you know, mm. we, we, we don't want to think about, you know, not winning. We just want to celebrate the win that we've had. Yeah, Jeff, so, yeah. Jeff says there may not be any roosters in the United States. There's plenty of turkeys. <laughs> uh, Vegas is a transient place. It'll depend on local uptake or free ticket giveaways for, to visitors. This is from the ham sandwich nine seven zero. Yeah, he's probably not 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 far off there, but yeah. I'm sure a lot, a lot of the hotels will jump on the back of it and grab a heap for their concierges and the like. And yeah, if you if you're getting good with the concierge at your hotel, they generally have a few tickets up their sleeve you can get a hel- you can get a hold of. Yep. Uh, hey guys, a little off topic, but does Aussie rugby make it out of the pool? Wales, Fiji, Aussies. Tough. Some miss out, and I have Fiji making it through. Someone misses out, and I have Fiji making it through. Yeah. I, well, Fiji beat us at the fifteen-man game. Mm. I know they've improved a hell of a lot. Yeah. Look, it's 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 not going to be easy. Um, but I I, I take a I, I, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic, mm. uh, particularly after the last game. I know it was an, an understrength New Zealand side, and I know we still got beat. But I, I think we're moving in. Well, the, the the team is trending in the right direction. Um, big game on the 28th of this month against France uh, over in France. Mm. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they perform because the French will be, you know, up there, um, you know, po- possibly favourites, equal favourites. Um, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a tough pool to get out of. Uh, if they can get out of the pool, um, yeah, who knows? Mm. As Warry said last week, you get out of the pool and then you know one game at a time. Exactly, and, yeah. You know, look at us now with the Matildas; they're riding every game, and that's that's what it'll be like come World Cup time in a, in a month's time. So, yeah, one two seven, Mike Acevo. No, it's not Mike Acevo. He's Fijian. Um, Steve Raymond Terrace says, "Hi boys, soccer is the world game. Would be great to have the Matildas or the Socceroos win a World Cup. It's one of the last sporting frontiers. Yeah, right. Australia hasn't won. No public holidays though." It is. It is one of the great sporting frontiers, Australia, who's always been heavily involved in soccer from a participation number level, that we really have never been able to get to any great heights. Yeah. Why is that? Well, our our best players can't stay local because mm. the best comps are overseas. Yeah. And a lot of time their clubs hold them back from playing big games for their for Australia because mm. well, they it's generally worth have more. a pretty open door policy to going to play for your nation. Though. They do now. Yeah. They do now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I think it's um I, I think I, I mean it's it's not it's not that the floodgates aren't already open with young women playing soccer but I, I just I can the, the excitement around this team and and young girls you know lacing up the boots now to go out and play soccer would be amazing. Yeah. Yep. 
Let's get to a break and we'll wrap the show up after this. Daddy Vass will have our winner of our Sports Day Esky. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Yeah, Day. let's finish the show off. Thank you very much for your text messages. One, mm. two, seven. I think you're right. Yeah, Ronaldo Mulatalo yeah, will be the other winger yeah. for New Zealand. I think mm. he's had a great season. Okay, the Esky, the winner of the Sports Day. Correct me if I'm right. Esky is... Graham from Narrabeen. Oh, nice one, Graham. Congratulations, good text, Graham. mate. Yeah, 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 covered a lot of ground here. Boys, I think a lot of Australians stayed up to watch... Pat Cash winning the Wimbledon in 1987. Obviously, Cathy Freeman win was amazing. However, a lot of people forget Sally Pearson winning gold in London. I think to win a gold on track is a great achievement because everyone has access to running. However, not all countries have access to pools. Cheers, Graham. Good, stuff. Mm. Like Good text well done, here Graham. from uh, 097. He says, the Lionesses are favourites and the English are crowing early about beating the Matildas, especially Piers Morgan. Oh, I don't want to hear Piers Morgan right now. Uh, I can't help Pierce but feel there is a sign of destiny about all this. The Olympic champions Canada were supposed to steamroll us. The superstar French team were also heavy, heavy favourites. Aussie grit wins every time. Prepare mm. for a public holiday, boys. The cup is ours. <laughs> <laughs> you, mate, that's an early crow if I've ever heard one. No. No, no, we'll be right. We'll can be we, right. Can we make a comment on Gustavsson's kit? That he was oh, wearing? Yeah. Oh, just, yeah. Looks like he's going to a barbie or something. Mate, he? Track suit. Track How suit casual is he? Hat, yeah. 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 Is that a good sign? Oh, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of your coaches of the NRL who just wear track suits jeans and, and a polo shirt. Like yeah, a, you want them to see them. Want a professional yeah, look. Professional yeah. look, yeah. But anyway, yeah, he can do what he wants own. at the moment. They're winning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he can, he can wear a leopard print G-string. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't care. Hey, guys, what about Jane Savile for heartbreak? Oh, yeah. Rooster yeah, Munster. Third yeah, strike. That, that was so got a K out from home. Or coming into that. the tunnel. Yeah. That was at Sydney, wasn't it? Mm. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, great show. Thank you very, uh, thank you very much, everyone, for your SMSs throughout the night from Australia and New Zealand. If you missed any of the show, you can get the podcast, of course, Sports Day, NSW, and thank you very much to Nash Morris, Super Three Series Supercars driver. We're going to hear a lot more about that young man. Got a lot of texts here about the NRLW. We'll try and get to those tomorrow night if you want to retext those as well. And also, um, what do we got here? We've got the 4x100 Sydney Olympics. Uh, Greg Norman, will he be going to Vegas? I don't think yeah. so. What if Volkanovski and Robert Whittaker will fight a USC fight that week? Oh, that'd be huge, eh? Yeah. If they could parlay it all together. That'd be mm. outstanding. Mm. Sats and Rap for Sports Day and Daddy Vass. Thank you very much for joining us on a Monday night. Plenty more to come tomorrow night. Make sure you join us.